1: Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. With the biggest stories of the day, it's the Big 3 at 3. Number 1. Coming to
2: the end of the third quarter, LeBron James, a shot in history.
1: Mm, wow, a huge huge moment uh last night as history went down. A record that has been uh a record that's been up for 38 years. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had the uh the uh the most points of all time. A record that many people thought wouldn't happen. Jordan wasn't close to it. Kobe wasn't close to it. This was a record that many people didn't think would be broken and LeBron James Breaks that record last night. Had the sports world abuzz. Everybody was watching this thing last night. And um, and he cements his greatness. A guy who, I think many people would say, Clint, his best, the best thing he does isn't scoring. Like, when you think about, all right, what are, what is the best thing LeBron does? You wouldn't think, like, scoring, and then he is the greatest, you know, scorer of all time. That is, that is a part that really shows... His greatness, whether you hate him or not.
2: Yeah, look, I I, I think the the greatest scorer of all time. I, I, I don't. I personally don't think is LeBron. I I think he is the the scoring. Uh, I mean, he, leader of all time. Um, I, I think the most impressive thing about LeBron James is is the longevity, um, twenty years and 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 staying healthy the majority of those twenty years, playing as 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 uh, at a as, at a high as as high a level at thirty eight as he did when he was twenty five. Um, and and doing it for so long is 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 what, in my opinion, is is the remarkable aspect of this, and and the part that puts you in a spot where you're like I don't know if anybody ever breaks this, right? I mean, it, it's one of those where you have got to you've got you've to gotta, uh, get directly into the league, play at an unbelievably high level, and and do it for twenty years without being injured. Um, for the majority of the time, I I, I just don't know if, if that happens again. Number one, it's the longevity aspect of this thing, and then number two, it's it's the ability. The, one of the most impressive things about LeBron James to me is that that he's the best he's the best we've ever seen from a standpoint of being able to cover literally anybody on the floor at any yeah. given time in any critical moment, and I mean cover him. I mean, with high, highly likely that he's going to 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 lock him down. And if not, turn them over. So I look. It's it's uh, and, and when you say that, obviously on the flip side of that, on the offensive side of the football, I mean football, on, on the offensive side of the floor, he can go down and score on anybody, a center or uh, you know center to guard. So um, yeah, it, it was it was fun to watch last night, man. It was it was um, Lebron's in a league of his own in, in several different categories, and last night was proof of it.
1: Yeah, the the, the weird thing is what many people saw is the stoppage of play. The stoppage of play for, uh, I don't know, 15, 15, anywhere from 15 to 20 minutes, they stopped playing, gave him a uh, – Felt a, like a couple of hours. A, a bit of a ceremony that was play, that was planned. It didn't feel like a couple of hours. You watched all of it. You watched every bit of it and enjoyed it all. I did, I did. Because you sure as hell wasn't worried about the Oklahoma City Thunder. <laughs> I know that. I know that for sure, who, by the way, beat their asses uh, in that game. But, listen, I think he deserved it. And I think this is what happens – When we have, you know, uh, major milestones happen like this. Uh, Like Barry Bonds, they've stopped time. You know, Mark McGuire, they stopped. He ran around. Cal Ripken Jr., he stopped. Drew Brees and things like that. I'm good if, like, if you're one who's just, like, uh oh, man, I don't, I don't like it overall. Which you are, yeah. But there are some yeah. people who made it seem like this was a LeBron thing. Like LeBron yeah. is the only one. Le- LeBron took it
2: this. to a whole nother level. I mean, I, I, I can I can see the 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 comparison to some of those guys you mentioned. And 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 for the record, I like I, I'm not here. For, I, I watched the Cal Ripken thing again because you mentioned it, and and I, that that was that was overboard. That that was overkill. It's, I mean, hell, the guy went back into the dugout five times to try to keep the game going, and they brought him back out, and so. Um, it, it was overkill then. Uh, last night is is I thought it was a lot. I, I I thought it was I thought it was wild that they stopped the game with ten seconds left in the third quarter instead of a natural stoppage. Uh, I, I thought it was if we are talking about records that were broken. Look, I'm not here to argue how big of a record it was. Hell, it stood for 38 years or whatever the hell it was. It was clearly a monster record, a monumental moment in 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 time in the NBA. Uh, but but. It, when we're stopping ball games to, to literally bring the entire family on the floor, on the floor to mid mid court. I bet there was 250 people on that damn court at one point in time. At we least. got, we've he's trying. We, we've got, <laughs> oh, he, it, we, we've, the, got, the we've got tribute videos. We've got, we've got Kareem handing off the all time scoring ball to, to to a ceremony. Ugh. You know, we've got a, a, a speech. I mean, if, 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 if if LeBron wouldn't have dropped the F bomb at the end of that speech, I would have really oh, been like I that 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 was of all the guys you mentioned, sure, they they went overboard with, with several of those guys as well. LeBron definitely takes a damn cat.
1: Uh, and he should. Uh as uh <laughs> as he as he should, the athlete of our time, I believe. And uh he should broke that record. There you go. You got you got the captain out there. Let's go. There you go. Kareem out there it was beautiful. It was great. It was exactly what you came for. Not the next ten seconds. I'm I'm, I'm betting many of you shut it off after that thing was over. I'm betting many of you did did not not finish the fourth quarter. I
2: I finished the fourth quarter in the bed with my wife, and and she was over there going, I started playing mad with the (laughs) TV.
1: She don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) You had to go to another
2: room. Nah, I was already comfortable, Chief. Big three and three, number two.
1: All right, uh, news here, the Chiefs and – uh, offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy remains a prime candidate for offensive coordinator jobs, including Washington and Baltimore. No connection with the Texans at all. And we discussed this yesterday. It is interesting that um, the the Texans haven't pulled the trigger on one of these guys. The only people they've interviewed, guys, they haven't uh, they haven't had any new interviews in a while, or at least in the last week, and they haven't made a decision. Which many people thought they were they were going to have there I'm trying to think Eric Bienieme is moving on from Kansas City I think with the hopes of trying to get a a job and the hopes of saying all right this is me running the offense and getting under the out of the shadow of Andy Reid uh which job Washington Baltimore to you would make most sense for him to get out of the shadow and make people believe and think all right man this is him running the
2: offense Baltimore I mean, look. I think I think there's look. I think Washington is is you know they're they're a quarterback away at the very least offensively, if not if not a couple of other key spots as well. Uh, when you look at Baltimore, assuming that they can they can work things out with Lamar Jackson or or even get make Lamar Jackson content playing on, on the franchise tag, I think Eric Bieniemy would go a long way uh, in doing that. I, look, I I think they are they are a a big time receiver away from. Um, Eric Bienemmy being able to go in there yeah. with with Lamar Jackson and and make make some some pretty big time improvements offensively. I think I, I would love to see Eric Bienemmy outside uh, of of Andy Reid's umbrella, if you will. Whether, whether it, it should have to happen that way or not, forget about that. I just want to see Eric Bienemmy outside of of Kansas City uh, and. To be honest with you, I'd like to see Eric Biennemi prove all of them wrong. I'd like to see him go in there in year one and light the, light the damn league on fire in Baltimore. Truth of the matter is, they're they're, they're an Eric Biennemi and a wide receiver away from from potentially doing that. They're a playoff team, um, and, and you can argue they're they're a AFC favorite if Lamar Jackson's healthy and happy. Um, so I, I think Baltimore would be a place, and I think if if uh, you know, which I could probably, I could possibly see this. You know, being I me mean, being rough around the edges and not, not, you know, changing in interviews and and and, and being uh, a little bit more harsh. I think that fits absolutely beautifully in in, in Baltimore as well.
1: I, uh, like you think, all right, you got the quarterback. You got Lamar, who is a, 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 who is a top, you know, ten quarterback in the game at least. However you you wherever you slot him, but man, you just don't. It's so une- uneasy of what's going to happen there. Like, the worst part about it is, all right, Eric gets to Baltimore, Clint, and next thing you know, they franchise him and we're in a holdout. Or we're we're in a situation where there's a standoff between Lamar and the Ravens and he's not in training camp or he is not, yeah. and you're trying to install a brand-new offense and you're like, all right, yeah, of course, I'm going to go to where the quarterback is. I'm going to go to where the running game, you know, I, I, I feel like I can – really put some pieces together and there's probably you know with the quarterback more talent there good offensive line with the ravens but if you if you work with Tyler Huntley and and he gets there late and he doesn't know the offense yet that's a that's a scary situation i think that's the chance you take but boy, man, I I would really want to know what the hell's going on yeah, with that I, with that Lamar situation.
2: I, I tell you what, show, I, and I've said this from jump, and, and I know there's a business side of football, and I get that, and and it's easy for me to sit and, and talk about the Lamar situation from this perspective, but but here's here's what I, I just I believe from the outside looking into the Baltimore organization, I don't believe that Harbaugh's a coach that's going to go into a a, a, a season. With with a team that he feels like, and look, they made the damn playoffs with, without Lamar. I mean, they made the playoffs without a damn wide receiver. They 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 are they made the playoffs while they were firing their offensive coordinator. I mean, there there is they are close. I don't think Harbaugh goes into a season and with a with a disgruntled quarterback with the oh we'll just franchise you until we can't franchise you anymore and force you to play for whatever the hell we want to versus giving you a long term deal. I just don't know how an organization can do that with a quarterback and think you are going to get all in, 100% participation, balls to the wall, risk it all kind of play out of your quarterback when you have no security beyond that year. Like I, I for, And I have no reason other than – like that organization just seems to be one to me yeah. that has things figured out from that perspective. That's why and it's so
1: shocking to – to see them in the position that they're yeah, in agree. with them right
2: now, uh, agree, agree. Now that I'm telling you, it's fascinating. As hell, this isn't your typical holdout. This isn't your typical the team. Does, it, this is a fascinating deal, and it gets more fascinating as, as, as with every day that passes in Baltimore. But I just don't like. I, that's why I hate when John McClane says all the time. Oh, well, you you can just franchise him for another year. When when Deshaun was in hell, oh, you can just franchise him. You can just franchise. no, no, you no. If you want to win well, a championship, sorry. if you want to win championships. You cannot, well, that ain't you cannot franchise your quarterback who's an all-time, or not all-time, but a current top five, top ten quarterback in the league and give him no financial security beyond one year of the, of the franchise tag. Regardless of how crazy that sounds to me and you, Of paying a guy $40 million ain't enough?
1: After after, after offering him a deal that pays him 20 $15, 20000000 underneath Kyler Murray's deal. Right. Like if, if you
2: already- yeah yeah I mean show that like it's just if you're really trying to win a Super they're Bowl they're saying they're hundred million apart yeah well I mean okay <laughs> that, 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 but where I was going with that was was if, if I'm Eric being and me I'm going into this thing and, and if if you don't have a strong plan an aggressive plan with Lamar J you want to pay him pay him right if you're not gonna pay him then get rid of him. Like trading, him, moving, him, franchise, him and trading, him, get him somewhere where they where they want him, and and get me a quarterback in here. I just need clarity, one direction or the other. I don't want to. I don't want to come in here, risk my coaching career, and ultimately my reputation outside of Andy Reid. And the whole time, I got a Lamar Jackson yeah, that's half in the boat. His heart's in Florida, and 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 then he. If the first time he gets a damn hangnail, we got to roll with Tyler Huntley. Like that can't be what what Eric yeah. Bieniemy hangs his career on,
1: and he because he's got to work. Right, Eric's got to yeah. make this work, so that's that's the weird situation. Baltimore seems obvious, but you just got to know that Lamar situation.
2: Big three and three, number three. Third down and 10. Carr under pressure. Now he throws, and it's caught by Renfro for a first down. He's still going to the end zone. Touchdown. Derek Carr puts it only where Hunter Renfro could get that
1: ball. All right, Derek Carr, we've heard that uh, there's going to be uh, – the Raiders are allowing him to be able to talk to different teams, and uh, the Raiders have now granted Derek Carr permission to visit the New Orleans Saints. Clint, and we've, we've seen their team and, and what they've had to do and what they've tried to deal with at the quarterback position and understanding their weapons. Chris Alive, who had a really good rookie year, don't know what the hell is up with Michael Thomas. He doesn't seem to – Did you see Michael nothing.
2: Thomas do due 50-plus million dollars this year? Jesus. I think I it was fifty nine.
1: I knew he signed that big deal. Ooh. He hadn't been healthy forever. Woo! Uh, Love that money. They got some pieces, obviously Kamara back there, and and that Swiss Army knife they have um, uh, as well. But is Derek Carr with the Saints? Is that a spot where, like, I don't want to go Stafford. Like, I'm not going to go like Super Bowl. But is he? Is that a place where you could see him going to a second team and and being like an Alex Smith? Mike Vick, who had a really good second go around with the Eagles, Ryan Tannehill. Did you, did you see him being able to potentially go to the Saints and and have a better second uh, second run than he did with the Raiders?
2: Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I like look. I mean, I, you know what? Dennis Allen is the guy that that brought him that that brought him to to uh, Oakland at the yeah, time, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, so he they're they're the they're familiar. familiar with each other.
1: I think Carmichael is still the OC there. Uh, and he was the OC under Sean Payton.
2: Got gotcha. you. Yeah, you know, I, I think there's a, there's a real good chance that that uh, that he could do that. So I I think he's a, I think he's an upgrade from what they have. Absolutely. Um, and, and that familiarity there with the head coach and 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 you got to believe with the staff to some degree is 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 a plus. Um, so, and that division we we've, we've mentioned it multiple times. That division is is really one that's that's there for the taking. Um, and and you're going into a situation where you got great weapons offensively if they're healthy, um, you you've got a great defense on the other side of the football. You got some familiarity with the staff offensively. So yeah, I mean it's as good a landing spot as Derek, for for Derek Carr as anywhere I would think. Especially if you're talking about going somewhere that one needs a quarterback too is is kind of primed to have success. You got New Orleans, you got Washington. You know there's a handful of teams. Tampa would probably be one of them that you would that you would say they're right there on that fringe playoff team and a quarterback could get them over the bump. Um, New Orleans is definitely one of those teams.
1: Yeah, I, I, yeah I, I think I think there's more in there for Derek Carr. I, I think he can be really successful. I think he's got to go to the right spot. I'll tell you, if Sean Payton were there still, like I wouldn't rule out the Matt Stafford type of deal if they had the right parts around him. I wouldn't rule right. that out. Uh, I don't know about the coaching staff there now, but I think he could have a, a really – Really good second
2: run. Well, I, I, don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know about Matthew Stafford Super Bowl type of run, yeah, but, I, but yeah. I, I definitely think he can get out of that. Because let's be honest, I mean, what we've seen from the AB stuff to the the Gruden stuff, to, I mean, the, it's been a, it's really been uh, not an ideal situation around Derek Carr in Oakland yeah, or Las no, Vegas.
1: No, no. and no, no. our warm prayers, it has not at all. All right, um, there's one thing in the draft that I'm seeing connected with the Texans that I would be 100% against. We'll discuss that coming up next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Little news to pass across. Mike Garofalo, NFL Network, reports that the Texans will interview Matt Burke for their defensive coordinator job this week. Sources say Burke, a D.C., with the dolphins in 2017 through 18 is currently the Arizona Cardinals defensive line coach. He deserves. deserves it. I have to find out who this is. Only Matt Burke I know is a offensive lineman. Borderline Hall of Famer with the uh, Minnesota Vikings. I said, "Oh, you remember Matt? You remember?" Yeah, I remember that guy. Him, right? I
2: remember that guy. Sure, yeah, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> that well, Hell, so. Matt Patricia was an OC though, who knows. I mean, who who You ain't lying.
1: Yeah, I I, I don't know. That would be interesting.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, this this Matt Burke, yeah, he played safe. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
1: He at Dartmouth. And he was really good. Really good. I mean, he, I'm telling you now, he... He was part of an undefeated Ivy League championship team. He would punish you. Um, Having a hard time seeing the connection here uh with uh with D'Amico Ryan's but he's been in Arizona this year with the Jets in 2021 and then with the Eagles uh for years so I don't know interesting there but that's uh that's the latest on the defensive coordinators uh position a position that Clint doesn't even care about
2: not worried about at least of my worries man (laughs) I mean, I I am not but literally say hire, hire whoever. Literally, it's outside my top twenty concerns on this Texans uh, 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 this Texans team right now. Hundred percent. Top, top twenty. Top twenty. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's 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 lower. I mean, it's it is outside my top twenty. No question about it. Um, you know where I stand on that. If I if I'm D'Amico Ryan's my first head coach job, one thing's going to be right. That defense, that defense is going to be right. We're going to be able to sit down with Cal and Hannah at the end of this year, at the end of 2023, and say, hey, y'all see what I did with that defense? That offense is coming now. It's coming. That offense is coming. But you see you see what you hired? You like what you see? Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, let's keep this thing roll. Let's keep this uh, Let's keep this party going. So, yeah. I, I, so this, Miles
1: Smith can come the, back the, as far as you care.
2: Yeah, this guy, whoever they hire as a defensive coordinator, for me, is the defensive coordinator in waiting. Like, we're going to give you a title. We're going to pay you a little bit of money. But when it's all said and done, I need to sit back and watch D'Amico do his thing, and uh, we'll have some we'll have some training camp runs where I'll let you call some defensive plays and see how good you are over the next couple of years. But the uh, the defense coordinator D'Amico hires, I, I think, needs to needs to be a guy that's waiting in the wings, and D'Amico needs to call that thing.
1: I tell you what, one of my 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 thoughts is obviously the draft coming up. That's one of my wonders. What are they going to do? What are they going to do in the draft? And we talked about uh, Matt Miller earlier, ESPN. Uh, Their draft analyst. He put out a mock, Clint, and the number 12 pick that he had for the Texans, he had him going receiver. He had him picking the first receiver off the board in the draft. He had him picking Jordan Addison. Mm. Clint, I'm 100% against that. And listen, Jord- and Jordan may go on to have a great career. And yes, maybe I'm being a sizest. But if I am drafting a wide receiver in the first round, like for me, I gotta know like this dude is going to be a one. He's got the skill set. He's got what I believe to be a one because that is a position, Clint, where you you can find you can find ones later in the rounds. You can find two. You can find really good players in the second, third, fourth round. Hell, Antonio Brown's crazy ass is like a sixth rounder. Like. Right? You can find a lot of guys deeper in the draft. To where, if I'm going, if I'm going to draft him in the first round, it's got to be somebody that I believe holds a skill set that, as you would call it, that boundary receiver, that guy that you can go up and just go and make plays. And I'm sorry, Jordan Addison. They have listed at six foot and one seventy four, which probably means it's it's shorter and lighter than that. Right now, I'm guessing my man's probably five eleven, 170 pounds, maybe lesser. I, I like for me that can't be. I that can't be my number one. That can't be a first round pick at receiver. You tell me, Quentin Johnston, big body guy. I can do with that. Smith the Jigma from Ohio State. I can go with that. But man, we're this is like Brandon Cooks. This is like this is this is like Smith in Philly, and I know they drafted him in the first round, but then they went and got a number one, yeah, and AJ Brown. So I I don't know, man. I when I look at that, I can't say, bam, pencil man, man, he's got he's got a number one I, receiver field. Team.
2: Yeah, I, I think the the only I, by the way, I totally agree with you. Um, Stefan Diggs is the only one that folks are, are going to throw into the conversation. I mean, he is he's. If he's that big, I'll, I'll kiss your tail in Town Square at the City Meeting. You Stephen Diggs is undersized right. as well, but um, you know, I, look, I, I, I'm with you. I, I need personally, I need a guy that that is a a man beating machine, and I don't just mean can run by him. I mean can, can if I throw a ball up for grabs, um, can go up and climb the ladder and and make that catch. Um, if if we're being honest right now, we we're we're watching a, a, a stop for the most part a style of football where the big bodied receiver is the guy that year in year out whether we're talking about the top receivers or kind of the guys that are emerging uh as as top receivers in this league usually it's a bigger bodied uh receiver to some degree now whether that guy's a little bit shorter a little bit thicker um that's fine but there's there's some there's there's a little bit of something there versus the the undersized um Wide receiver that that has to win with speed. Now i've i've been i've been dead wrong. I mean I, i've been dead oh, wrong sure, yeah. a, a couple of times with guys. You mentioned Devontae Smith. I think he I think he's a really good two on a on a football team. If if, if we're being completely honest, he may he may surprise me, but I, I do think that's that's the case. Obviously Tyreek Hill is a one. That's an outlier um, relative to how how small he is. The one I'm looking for is what's my man? What's my man in uh, that that was drafted at Ohio State this year, um, with, with the Jets?
1: Oh, uh, he's going to be the uh, the uh, probably offensive rookie of the year, Garrett uh, Garrett Wilson. Garrett
2: Wilson. That's what, that's what I'm thinking of. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. I don't have his size. Tyler Lockett's another small one, but again, I I think he's not a standalone piece. I, yeah, I think he's got I think,
1: D, he's got DK Metcalf on the other side that I think allows. I mean, they, yeah, he can be very, very productive, right? But, but, but they didn't draft Tyler Lockett in the first round, right? <laughs> they didn't draft him at twelve, right? Like, and, and guys, you wrote brought, about brought Stephon Diggs. Like Stefan Diggs is six foot one ninety five listed. Yep. He's got twenty pounds on him. Somebody texted in and said Jamar Chase isn't big. Jamar Chase is two hundred one pounds, like, <laughs> and and has the speed and thickness, right? Even even Tyreek is is near two hundred pounds yeah. if he's not there
2: I, it's it's interesting because i you know when we when we talk about these guys I'm looking at the garrett Garrett wilson six foot one ninety two and, and and he had a hell of a season up in new york i i just if i'm personally me if i'm gonna roll the dice in that top ten top fifteen range i I need a bigger bodied receiver that can play through contact that can win fifty fifty balls that that uh, you know is a size advantage in the red zone. Uh, can can come into the box right in in a, in a third down situation and and be a wing and 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 not necessarily manhandle defensive ends but get in the way uh, well enough. You know those are the kind of things to me that 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 I would like to get out of out of that that particular guy. Jordan Addison um, to me would be would be a guy that I, I would like to see the Texans pass on.
1: Yeah, it's just just you know, it, and I someone sent in Jalen Waddle he's 5'10 183 but then they went they went immediately well, well went th- those
2: those are but, th- but those are different like i think those dudes like i'm not comfortable like i go from all right if i'm going to be in the cincinnati bengals offense I, I i don't like waddle i don't like undersized guys that can't go get 50-50 balls kind of deal right if i'm in andy Reid or mike mcdaniels or Kyle shanahan g- give me this give me the 5'10 one ninety guy all day long that can do things in 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 the run game that can do things in from the slot that can that that can do all the the the, the screen game exceptionally well. Like it depends on who's going to use that guy and so and how that guy's going to be used and so um, and I'll be honest with you, I don't I haven't watched a ton of 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 uh, Jordan Addison, but I don't is he a guy that that you could see being a an explosive weapon outside of just a, a, so. like, a, an outside wide receiver.
1: No, I mean, he, like he has a body type, and I don't even know if he has a speed. But I'm saying I think he's a better receiver, but he has a body type like of McColl Hardman or or, or or something like that. And yeah. I mean, they use him in the run game sometimes. But I mean, he gets tattooed sometimes when he gets hit, and I don't and I don't know that 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 he's he's used that way. I just I think a kid's going to play well and, and, and potentially be. You could see him being Tyler Lockett, see him being uh, a, a good second receiver, Devontae Smith like. But if I am a team yeah. drafting first round with where you're able to get receivers all over the place, uh, it's got to be somebody that I that can go win a one on one, somebody that can go up and go get the ball, and somebody that I can just as if we've as we've seen in this city say, all right, man, he may not even be open, but I'm on, I'm going draft him. All right. All right, um, all right, I got a question for Clint. Um I that it's been a while and he's not said anything about it, so I need to figure that out. And somebody's going to have to explain to me how CJ Stroud is all of a sudden getting pissed uh, getting pulled and pushed past by Will Levis and Will Levis hasn't done anything in months. We'll discuss that coming up next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Uh Clint, I need to know, uh have you uh have
2: you cranked up that grill yet? Hmm. Tyler, we going out for drinks later? Let's go. Oh, okay. Let's go. You pat the meat, rub the meat, smoke the meat. Yeah, man. I.
1: Claire, I have you cranked up that grill yet? Wow. I, I, I mean, I, he stepped out of that. I, <laughs> I, I have
2: not. I have not, show. I've not. I have not uh, cranked up that grill Damn, yet. Damn. How long's it been?
0: <laughs> I mean. At least a month. It t- it it's took been a month to six it, it weeks. It
1: took him a month to get it, and then it. T-
0: <laughs> Might take a few months
2: to uh, get it lit. Well, I was, I'm I was, in, I was in Cabo for four days, man. I mean, that's a big part of it. I had, you know, I mean, we just. If you guys are
1: behind, Clint doesn't know. Uh, has never grilled. <clears throat> doesn't know anything of it. Um, if you send him a pack of hot dogs and hamburgers, don't I'm not hot sure. Dogs. I'm not sure dogs. if he. I don't know. I'm not sure if he knew how to get this thing started on a grill. Is this so? I, I, could, get, I
2: could give you hot dogs, hamburgers, and steak. I don't do hot dogs, but I can. You can do did it. You can it. You know, how I to, want to
1: give that sausage. You know word. how to light the grill? You oh know how yeah. To get all, you got? Oh, I got a
2: flamethrower at the house. I, got, I don't b- think b- he knows how. By the way, by the I way, don't by don't the think way. I've got a flamethrower at the house. I, I do. You me. gave you gave me the uh, charcoal.
1: <laughs> I gave you the charcoal, but do you know? Like if I told you right now, all right, man, let's get this grill going. Let's get the fire. Let's fire it up. and Get some food on there, baby.
2: I've got a a long armed flamethrower to light with anything you need. Anything you need? Hey, hey, I'll be—I'll be honest with you. Here's hope you like hey. that steak, well done. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm a, I don't I'm know a, what's bur- going to happen. If this the steak coal- go get lit up. I, I, I get the coals rolling with that with that burner. But here's the deal: my father-in-law, who listens from time to time, hope he wasn't listening yesterday about that four forty-five air. But but uh, he listens from time to time. He did look over at me. Sunday went over Boy had some had some uh, fried shrimp, fried mm. oysters. oysters. Oh, it was phenomenal. Felt that coming out. And uh, <clears throat> he looked over me and he said, hey, man, we we got to we got to get you on that grill, man. Got to fire it up, man. And I, it wasn't just, you know how when people talk to you sometimes, you, like like it's not, like right there, you just say, man, you got to fire it up. Like that's a friendly, like, come on, man, you got to fire it up, bro. I felt like when my father-in-law said that, he kind of said it under his breath where my wife and his wife couldn't hear, my mother-in-law couldn't hear it. I felt like it was one of those like, come on man, you're embarrassing.
0: Bless his heart. Like I, I like really, one of those moments because I'm
2: telling you, he's you, y'all three, <laughs> y'all three would sit on the back patio by the pool and talk about smoking and patting your meat and like really hell get yeah. your rocks oh, off. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he's me. he's oh, one of them. Yeah. Y'all Thinking be like, right oh now. really? How'd you do it? Tell me how you did it. I'm yeah, gonna do what it. Is your, your, yeah. How do you make? It I, I got. I bring nothing to the <laughs> table. <door. laughs> <laughs> I bring. And I felt like the tone of his voice was like. And that's hard
1: for you. That's hard for you being in the midst of conversation and bring nothing to it.
2: Nothing to it.
0: Clint would sweep in. See, I'll catch that Pro Bowl. Yeah, I think this. Yeah. Is a, I hey, think, yeah, hey, father in law. Right? Hey, father in law, you
2: got that Pro Bowl on TV? Can you get it on TV? <laughs> hey, on TV? It on TV? <laughs> hey, why <laughs> ain't your speaker over here working? <laughs> get it.
1: Somebody said, man, it, it it has been raining. Somebody.
2: Fair. Great point, man. It, it, it did. what? I didn't get well before my baby's birthday. I didn't. get I didn't get a it's damn thing raining. done that I wanted to do because it was raining. Good point. Thank you yeah. very you can, much. You can get some meat smoking done in the rain. Yeah.
1: Shout out to Texas Star Grill as I got mine going. I've I've, I've smoked. <laughs> you got oh, a I've covered. You
2: got a covered back patio. I got okay. pergolas. So you got your grill sitting out in the rain, man? No, it's, in, it's in my garage. It's okay. in my shop. My garage okay. shop garage area. That's good. <laughs> oh
1: boy. I just I think you should pull it out this weekend. And all right. And all right. Will you be doing steaks or burgers or I chicken? Just, I just want you to do something. All right. So I don't. So you choose all right i I'll do it. what i what I'm nervous is is lauren is just gonna she's gonna buy a time she's gonna say i I just can't look at this no more and she's gonna go out there and beat you to the putt
2: no nah, she don't she don't mess around outside too much I mean shoot no, nah, her dad's always done that she don't um uh, she don't mess around too much she mess around with yeah it. she she uh i i I'll, I'll get that this weekend i again but I, then, but, but, but I'm also also
1: here don't please don't be prideful if you need some assistance getting this thing together i mean we got you. We got you. I, your father-in-law may have you. I would make that call to him. I would do everything I could to get to anybody else. Before <laughs> For I sure.
0: Him. For him.
2: sure. Because of the
1: way he's going to look at you. But I mean, if you need some assistance, don't be afraid. Because I don't want you to burn it up.
2: Well, I'll tell you what, boys. Because
1: I'm going to tell you right now, Tyler, I'm not confident in the starting of the fire. I'm not I'm not anymore. I'm not.
2: <laughs> What the hell's wrong with y'all? It's, it's not a, I mean, I got a propane tank uh, flamethrower. I know what you're talking about. I know what you got? No, those, I use, I use it legit. to burn weeds. Oh. It's what, actually what I bought it
0: for. Was anticipating the S on the end of that. Yeah,
2: yeah. No, 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 no. This this is this is a long, like you can stand up straight and burn the weeds on a driveway. Yeah. Got it.
1: Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> I just, hey, I want to see it. I want to see photos. I want to see it. It's Super Bowl weekend. That's I am. I'm going to post grill. a
2: hellacious video. Please. You boys Make you boys proud. Please. You mean step-by-step step it?
1: Day by day.
0: All right. All right. Oh, I'll man. retweet the hell out of that thing, oh, man. Oh, me too, man. I, man, I'm oh, You don't you have a trend though. Man. Not a lot of people will see it.
1: That's all right. <laughs> but enough people will see it.
2: Enough people will see it. <laughs> a lot of people that pat their meat will see it.
1: Yeah. Can't wait till uh, to be out there tomorrow uh, at Twin Peaks. We'll have a good That's time. Right. Without Tyler. Tyler will not be there. Uh, but we will have a uh, good time because blue check marks don't get uh, you everywhere, it
2: uh, We'll be at Twin Peaks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which location are we at? Right here, Kirby and oh, Herb, Kirby and Fifty Nine. Yeah, right yeah, here, yeah. right here near the building, man. Kirby and Fifty Nine, Twin Peaks. Come by and hang out with us tomorrow, two to six. A special John five McClain. o'clock hour, yeah, yeah. A special five o'clock hour. We'll just, we'll break the, the the Super Bowl down six ways to Sunday, and. Um, Come on through. John McLean will be there. Sean Pendergast will be there. Well, Sean, and, um, you done stepped off in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he will several times tomorrow, and at five o'clock hour, and and we'll. Uh, I plan on having a couple of cold Coors Light and and talking about uh, that Super Bowl coming up. So come on through and hang with us.
0: What?
1: What? Can you explain to me this? You're you're the you're the quarterback guy. You watch this stuff. How in the hell has Will Levis started to just pass up CJ Stroud? Now? I, I, I've seen this, like literally, I don't mean to scare some of you, or some of you may be excited, but the latest, I've, I've seen two or three mock drafts, including Matt Miller, who is one of the top guys at ESPN, have Will Levis selected number two overall by the Houston Texans, and he's not the only one I'm seeing it. It is. It seems like in the last month or so that Will Levis has passed up C.J. Stroud, and I just don't even understand it. Will Levis hasn't played since the regular season, ended. And C.J. Stroud had that game against Georgia, and I remember we came back and agreed he's at least separated them. So we thought it may be a conversation yep. with Bryce, but now people are. Now I'm seeing a lot of people have Will Levis over him. I, I don't get that.
2: Well, I, I think, show you know, I, I, there, there. To me, there's always a, a, some kind of conspiracy theory. Like I, I think, I think there's two guys in this draft, two quarterbacks in this draft, that that are going to be the the guys that swing big time on draft night. And those are the two guys that are going to get the most run leading up to draft night. I think, I think to me, this is just totally totally the way I see things un- unfolding here. I think Anthony Richardson is going to c- continue to climb up to up the draft boards. And I think Will Levis is going to continue to actually drop down down a draft. Now, does he drop I so. from the number two quarterback to the number four? I don't know what drop means, but I, I don't think he's going to be the number two overall quarterback taken. So I, I think the talking heads, the draft analysts are. Go, there's two guys right now you can talk about, and there's a lot of "quote unquote" unknown. So you're safe. You're safe being really all over the place, right? I, I think. I think Bryce Young. Talking about Bryce Young anywhere but the number one spot and being the number one rated quarterback right now. I think. I think most folks have moved beyond. He. It. it to me, I, I think it's it's um, unanimous decision. He's the number one overall quarterback. I think when you look at CJ Stroud, he is another guy that you're pretty confident who he is, whether he's the number two quarterback or the number three quarterback, or hell, even further if you don't like him. I think you know, people have seen enough and studied enough and know enough about who CJ Stroud is. There's enough unknown about Anthony Richardson and about Will Levis. Yeah. Whether it's just the fact that, hey, their film ain't that good, it's inconsistent, but their tool, their skill set is off the charts. Those are going to be the two guys that you're going to see climbing and falling. Those are the two guys that you're going to see plugged into all different places on different mock drafts. Um, I I don't – I like – to me, I like to see guys from a quarterback perspective. I I like to see the intangibles. I like to see – the, you mean uh, at a college level? Yes. In a- yes. I, I, I like to see their ability to put the team on their back, their ability to play huge and huge moments. They're, you know, those, those things to me are what separate your top two, your top three, your top four. Um, the, the one in that mix that kind of separates himself to me is Bryce Young. The other ones, man, I, I – it, your guess is as good as mine. I, I do think that C.J. Stroud is the number two quarterback in this I
1: draft. D- yeah, I just, like, I can understand, like, maybe we've had some workouts and we've seen, like, all right, measurables. Because, I mean, listen, C.J. 6'3", 218. Will Levis is 6'3", 231. So, I mean, it's not like a, a huge, I think they fit the the height and, and weight yep, requirements yep. needed. But it's not like we've seen, the last time we've seen either one of them was C.J. Stroud give you a whoa moment. Like give you a yeah. oh my, and then Will Levis' numbers hasn't changed, right? Yeah. You know he threw ten interceptions this year. He had some some tough tough games. It looks like he could be like he's got the skill set. I mean, I'm guessing you're right. Maybe that is it. Is you get enamored with the arm, the size, and you think boy, I'm telling you that that Josh uh, uh, that Josh Allen he is gonna make some people money. Like, he is going to make some people just, well, I guess we can't really put aside the rules of what we've looked at in terms yeah. of what you do in college. Because hey, his numbers are are just, like, you look at his numbers, look at what he did the last time we saw either one of them. You wouldn't think, like, nothing happened in the last month. It's a wild, wild thing somebody texted and said on the trailer, will and frame text line, Will Levis gives me Mitch Trubisky vibes. I don't want to put that on that kid. But...
2: Well, no, there's just, there is a, like if, if you think Will Levis goes number two in terms of the quarterbacks, not number two quarterback, but the, I mean, not number two draft pick, the second quarterback in his draft, like you've got to be a real believer in his athletic ability, which I watched a lot of, um, I don't believe it, 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 translates. it translates to the NFL, um, you you look at the arm the arm talent arm strength it's impressive i'm not i'm not negatively ate up with the interceptions or the struggles in college i just you've got to be like not impressive at the college level but you got to be an absolute freak like there there's got there are kids in high school that can technically do some of the things that that are jaw dropping like Man, he never moved his feet. Like his his feet were essentially parallel to the both sidelines, and he somehow flipped his shoulders and threw it and, and laid a ball in a void in the defense twenty yards downfield. Like how would he do? That was impressive, right? But does it does it does that play for him at the college level, right? Pat Mahomes and Josh out they they, they 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 got they got everybody believing that that they can do those things at an elite level, and, and you like being able to do that. And then being able to do it at the college level, and then being able to do it at the pro level, like that's that, those are huge jumps. Sure, and I'll yeah. be honest, I, I watch, I watch Will Levis's highlight reels and go, yeah, that's that's pretty impressive at the college level, but he ain't gonna do that the, at the pro level. Yeah, he's not. That, that's not how he's gonna win at the pro level. Like at the pro level, he's not gonna have. I don't think he's gonna have the Josh Allen caliber arm.
1: Yeah, that's what someone just texted in. He could also give off Justin Herbert vibes. And I like I don't I don't know that he has
2: I mean, yeah, that's a I don't know, man. That, that that's arm. a. And, 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 and you and you look at Justin Herbert and you go, well, I mean is has, has, has he been in the playoffs yet? Who? Justin Yeah
1: Yeah, he blew that damn game. They blew that game right. against Jacksonville. That's right. That's, right. But, that's right. right. but I but listen, we can attest. We didn't we didn't see Justin Herbert, even though, you know, you feel like his success with his talent isn't isn't quite where it should be. We didn't see Justin Herbert being this. Like when we when we were first going through the draft process, we didn't look and think, "Well, Justin Herbert. He is he is about to be one of the guys that they think is going to be premier quarterbacks over the next ten years." And he did improve things. So I, I I don't know, but I just it's just interesting that Will Levis, after we've not seen him since the regular yeah. season, and we just saw what what C.J. Stroud did against the Georgia Bulldogs, the best defense you could do something against in college. It's interesting that he's he's going there. What you got coming up?
2: Well, look, I got an old former quarterback, Longhorn quarterback, is uh, is uh, minimizing my man Jalen Hurts. I'm just going to dedicate my four o'clock uh, Clint Turner football at four to to my my dude Houston Zone Channel View Zone Jalen Hurts. And and uh, there's a there's a former Longhorn quarterback out there disrespecting him a little bit. I gotta I gotta set him straight. And then uh, <laughs> since show don't want to buy in, y'all feeling football horny? Y'all feeling football horny out there? Because I got a little something for you. I got a little something for you coming up, uh, coming up next. May have something to do with Jalen Hurts as well. Uh, with 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 along with one of the goats, uh, one of the guys out there that we refer to as a goat. Feeling a little football horny, stick with me. <laughs> stick with me. We'll uh we'll get you there next.
0: Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand.